At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What do they got in third and 14? No protection again! Sack off the edge. Trayvon Walker joining the party. A sixth sack. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. The call there of Trayvon Walker of Georgia making a play last year for uh, the Bulldogs National Champs. And now he might be making a play in this uh, coming fall for who knows, maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars at number one, a lot of smoke that there could be a surprise at number one. Let's talk NFL drafter, Anthony Amico at established to run football guys, fantasy pros. He's everywhere. He joins us right now on the Roman guest line to talk NFL drafts as we look forward to the first round next week. Anthony, uh, I think every guest we've had on the past couple of uh, days and weeks, we've, we've kind of talked about this particular question, which is the top of the draft. And most years we kind of know by now, this year, it doesn't feel like we do. Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson. If Anthony Amico was in charge of the Jaguars, which way would you go? <laughs> I mean, if I was in charge of the Jaguars, like, I, I don't know. I mean, you haven't done much right the last decade. Like, just take Aiden Hutchinson. Like, just take the double and and hope that maybe it can become a little bit more. I, I don't think that that's what they're going to do, which is wild to me. Like, I, I think that they are going to go with Walker. I think that he's a bulky guy, the traits. I feel like you've heard that talked about kind of all over the media over the last couple of weeks. I think at this point we kind of have to start to believe it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the safe pick would probably have been Hutchinson. Anthony, if we're being real about this, there aren't uh, as many betters that are paying close, close attention for months and months on the NFL draft and all the markets that are available. They're probably jumping in now, just uh, a little over a week out um, something you tweeted the other day really grabbed my attention, and I'd like to uh, hear you expand on that. You mentioned that at this point, you're focusing more on the information and the reports that are out there instead of uh, you know the, the hundreds and hundreds of mock drafts, even the mock drafts from newsmakers. Uh, what exactly do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, I think that the mock drafts are a really good place for us to get started in – you know, March, beginning of April, um, you know, people are really good, I think, at aggregating the information that's out there and getting it, 
you know, on paper and in a digestible form. But, you know, now we're getting closer to the draft. Like you mentioned already, there's more people betting these markets. There's going to be more liquidity. These lines are going to move a little quicker. Like you can't really necessarily wait for someone else to aggregate the information for you and post it. You know, by the time that happens, maybe a line's already moved. Maybe, um, you know, the, the odds aren't what you'd want them to be. So for me, it's like, you know, go to the beats, go to the national guys who have connections, you know, read some of these longer form pieces where people are, you know, breaking down the class and talking about things that they've heard around the league. Like that's how you're going to get your edge. I think within this last, you know, week, 10 days leading up to the draft. Anthony, is there anything that you've already bet um, that maybe there is still value where things haven't changed so much that you feel strongly about? Yeah, I mean, I, you can still get Chris Olave under 17.5 draft position. And again, anyone who hasn't bet the draft yet, that means 17th or earlier in the draft. Um, receiver out of Ohio State. Just seems like a lot of teams really like him. I mean, I, I think he could go as early as 11 to Washington. Um, but you look at the teams that are kind of in that early teens range. You have Washington. You have Philly. You have the Saints. I think the Chargers would love to add a, a deep threat at receiver. So you have a lot of teams in there getting their first crack at wide out. And I, I don't really see Olave, uh, a guy that it seems like teams really like, not really uh, making it past that group. Anthony, who do you think that first quarterback off the board will be? Probably still Malik Willis. I mean, maybe it's a little closer than we'd like to think it is. Um, I mean, I think reality is these quarterbacks just aren't going to go as high as we think. So, you know, if Carolina's not taking a quarterback at six, you might not see the first quarterback off the board until the middle of the first round, maybe even 20 to the Steelers. At that point, you know, I, I feel comfortable saying the Steelers probably like Malik Willis the best, but you know, you know how it is. The later you get in the draft, the more variance there's going to be in these outcomes. Um, so I, I think Desmond Ritter has been maybe the best value in terms of betting the market uh, over the last week or so. But I, I do think that ultimately Willis will be the first quarterback off. Anthony, uh, a number of markets that are available. You've talked a lot about draft position. Uh, a lot of people that take this seriously, they always talk about the draft position over nutters, and those numbers are certainly going to move by the time we get to uh, next Thursday night. Top five, top ten, first player at any given position to be drafted, uh, number of players from a specific conference in the first round, stuff like that. What are you not betting? What do you look at and say, you know what, that's a sucker's bet and uh, people get fooled every year on this? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, sometimes, like, I, I feel like these books, like, they put out these these longer odd things they want you to bet that, that aren't very good. You know, like the – like, I know FanDuel has, like, an exacta where it's, like, you know, pick the, the picks that the Giants are going to make. Like, I don't even know if the Giants are going to make both of those picks. Like, stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I think that – most of these markets, like they're information based, like you can get an edge on almost all of them. Like I, I feel pretty good about that. But some of these like longer shot things or the specials that that are put out, those generally aren't going to be uh, as good because the holds are going to be really, really high, and uh, you're probably not getting proper value. Speaking of value, do you see value in taking like another quarterback, like Desmond Ritter, for example, to be the first quarterback drafted? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, at ETR, we put it out maybe uh, a week or so ago, and he was in, like, the 30s to one range for, for Desmond Ritter. I think that that's obviously a really good bet. I think there's still a couple of shops that will have, like, 15 to 20 to one 
on him as the first quarterback. So I, I think that that's a value. Uh, I would say maybe there's like a 10% chance he's the first quarterback off the board, but that's nine to one. So if you're getting better than nine to one, than nine to one on Desmond Ritter to be the first quarterback, I think that that's pretty good. Anthony, one of the most interesting prospects is Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. I mean, you look up a mock draft three months ago and you see him at two or three and you look at some now and he's in the middle of the first round, obviously opinions have changed. This is pro day and his 40 time and all that uh, latest draft position prop I saw was over under nine and a half for Kyle Hamilton. Where would you lean on that one with the Notre Dame safety? Yeah, I mean, I still think it's an over. Uh, I mean, this number should be in the mid-teens to me. Like, I don't really think that Hamilton at this point is going to be a top-ten pick. Um, not even necessarily just because of the 40 times. Just, I mean, the position. Like, safety is not a premium position at the NFL level. I think you have to be probably a really special athlete to, to make it in this section of the draft that his uh, over-under is in. I, I just don't really see it. I'm, I'm going over. Anthony, which team, uh, preferably in the top five, are you having a tough time to figure out? Like they could go a number of ways, which it would in turn potentially throw off everything else in the first round and uh, possibly throw off some of our wagers. <laughs> um, I mean, the Jets are the most fun. I mean, I, I think that there's definitely a few different ways that they can go at four, but really a lot of it is going to depend on what Houston does at three. I, I think that, you know, over the course of the last month or so, you've seen edge rusher, you've seen tackle. You know, I think now a lot of the latest things that I'm hearing have been corner, you know, sauce Gardner maybe going three. Like the, the Houston Texans definitely control a lot of what can happen at the top of the board. And they have a second pick at 13. So um, there is maybe a little bit more optionality for them having that extra ammo later on. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I was listening to some bookmakers say that they usually get killed on the NFL draft. Um, for someone who's never bet it before, do you have any advice, you know, where you can find value or tips, strategy, things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think that the over-unders are the best bets you can make just because those lines um, are, are usually not the best at open. I, I think that they post them based on maybe what they see in mock drafts around the industry, but they're not doing it based off of what teams are saying or what, uh, you know, local media is saying. So I think you can usually get a pretty edge there, a pretty good edge there. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, back to what I said earlier, like just listen to the local beats, um, you know, make sure that you have guys like, you know, Schefter on alerts. I mean, I feel like he always ends up tweeting out like one or two guys that are going to be a surprise and they, and it ends up happening. So, um, pay attention to like the the insiders, the people who know, and you'll usually do pretty well. 
Anthony, I, you know, we know these teams put a lot of work into their draft board and their scouting, but I always feel at the end of the day, if someone is a freak or an outlier, you can't ignore that. It, I think teams will will just you know be hard to pass on those guys, speed guys, big arms. And Jordan Davis is probably fits all these bills, right? Four seven eight forty. He's three hundred and forty pounds. He's just a mountain of a man. There's questions: Could he stay on the field for three downs? First part: What do you think of him as a player? And, and two: His draft prop right now is fourteen and a half. What's your thought on Jordan Davis? Yeah, I mean the upside is huge, like you said, right? I mean, uh, lost a lot of weight after the season. I think that the big thing on Davis was, you know, can he only play two downs? Is he going to play three downs in the NFL? It uh, seemed like he tried to show that in the pre-draft process by losing the weight and, and coming in, obviously, really athletic, like you said, at the Combine. So, I mean, maybe the most athletic player pound for pound that we've ever seen at the Combine. So, uh, I don't. I think at 14.5, I think the number is really good. Um, but I would probably lean under there. I, I don't know if he would make it past the combination of Houston, who basically needs everything, um, and Baltimore. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah has been really talking up Davis to Baltimore over the last few days. Uh, he's mm. had a really good track record with uh, the Ravens picks. So I, I feel compelled to believe that if he's there at 14, that the Ravens will scoop him up. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah certainly connected to that Baltimore Ravens organization. That's stuff you have to think about uh, when you hear certain uh, NFL draft experts out there. Uh, what about the first player taken at any given position? Cause you can bet on first wide receiver, first running back, first offensive lineman. Uh, are, do you find a value in any of those markets or do you think they have them lined correctly? I think that they've been bet down pretty aggressively over the last month. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably still be looking at Drake London to be the first receiver selected. I think you can get that still at around two to one, depending on where you look. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think London could go as early as four to the jets. Um, Looked healthy at the pro day. I think that was really the big thing that everyone was looking for. Not going to blow you away with speed, but uh, certainly one of the best receivers in the draft. And I think that he's probably going to go into the top 10. So, again, you can talk about like him, Garrett Wilson, maybe Jamison Williams, all those guys going in the top 10. Uh, but London has pretty good odds, I'd say, to be the first receiver off the board, uh, considering what we're getting in the market. I'm looking at some of the um, picks that you guys gave out that you've already bet on EstablishTheRun.com. Um, curious about Kenny Pickett to be drafted by the Titans. Um, it was 50 to one. Not sure what the number is now, but tell us a little bit about that one. Yeah, uh, we just think that the Titans are like a sneaky quarterback team. And, and Daniel Jeremiah has talked about this also. Uh, they only have one year left after 2022 with Ryan Tannehill. They actually could get out from under the contract after this season for a decent price if they wanted to. Uh, Tannehill had a, a tough end to last season, as we know, against the Bengals. Um, but he's pretty old. He's 34 years old. Uh, definitely could be time for Tennessee to go a different direction. Uh, they pick late in the first round, but Pickett, uh, Pickett could certainly still be available there. So, you know, we think that Tennessee, to take a quarterback at all, uh, has probably a better chance than, than what you would think. Uh, but Pickett in particular at the time, 50 to one, we thought was really good odds. Anthony, if you were to pick a player, maybe it's going to be a late first round pick. Maybe it's not even a first round pick, but a, a player that you, you you have watched a lot, you have on your mind that you think is going to be one of those players. Like we do it every year, right? DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Someone goes in the second round or third round every year. Like, man, how did every team pass on that guy? Obviously there's the, the quarterback examples over the years, but if there's a player for you in this draft that maybe we hear at the end of next Thursday night, or maybe we don't, 
that you think is going to be really good? Who would it be? Uh, I love Daxon Hill out of Michigan. Uh, safety. He's a guy that played a ton of nickel corner. We know that that's a huge value position right now in the NFL. Uh, really, a, really good athlete. Uh, so I, I love Hill. I mean, I think he's a guy who can come in day one, be your nickel. Long term, he can still be your free safety. Uh, has a lot of versatility. I think that that's what the NFL is looking for right now, these, these movable chess pieces. Anthony, we hit on some of the bets that you do like. What about some of those draft position bets that you, th- you think the betting market is really close on? There is not any edge, and you haven't placed any wagers on their draft position. Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Um, Jermaine Johnson at nine and a half, I think, is a really good number. I mean, I, I could see him going anywhere, you know, eight to the Falcons, nine to Seattle, 10 to the Jets. He could fall a little further, maybe in the teens. So I think that that's a really tough number to bet. Uh, nine and a half on him. Um, Devin Lloyd, 18 and a half. I mean, the, the, I think that the range on him seems really wide. It sounds like maybe front offices think that he's, a pretty good player, um, but he's 24. He's going to be 24 years old in September. The athleticism is really only decent. Um, so I think that his range could be, you know, anywhere from nine to 24, a uh, really wide range. So I think that he's another guy that's really hard to wager on. Anthony, really appreciate hopping on. We'll be following along, reading all your work and listening. And uh, let's talk again soon. Anthony Miko, established to run football guys, fantasy pros. He was joining us on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Another Trayvon Walker pick at number one. Seems like that's becoming a thing. It's It's becoming a very common thought. Trayvon Walker goes, well, we'll do our draft. We'll draft the draft later on. Off the board next, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.